Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, shocking, unbelievable, jaw-dropping, champagne-drinkingest, uh, no accountabilityist <laughs> recap <laughs> of The Bachelor ever. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's late. Um, and we're here to talk about the women tell all, or like I like to call it, the women tell some. Yeah. While screaming at <laughs> each other, the, the women scream a lot. The women scream a lot, and they're all toxic cesspools this season. So We love uh, them. So let's, let's get into it. Uh, first, we see... Um, you know, my favorite part about the women tell all or the men tell all is all of the shots of the audience where the producers have made things for audience members to wear. And they are trying to make us believe that they came in with those outfits themselves. And I say, no, they didn't. Yeah, absolutely uh, not. There's, there's no believability here. That girl with the pilot hat. Yeah, you just handed that to her. The ones with those matching clip art T-shirts of... Can't even remember whose face it was. Was it Kelsey's face? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sucked. It sucked, and you suck. Um, why? Anyway, why are you hating on these Kelsey fans? The K Hive. Come on. I can't with the. I can't. I mean, <laughs> listen. I'm still Team Tammy, and I don't even care. I don't even care what you have to say about that. I'm Team Tammy till I die. Tammy <laughs> rocks now. She's just been like corrupted by some evil eldritch horror, and now she's just totally unhinged and evil i love it tammy gives zero fucks and i'm here for it and i love her she just was like she just had no empathy on stage at all and she just rolled her eyes through the whole thing and i was like i mean that's the way that you've got it like i feel like she was totally unfairly piled on and she Mm -hmm. was targeted in a way that made no sense um and so she came back the only way you can, just being a total dick. And I love it. <laughs> so we'll get into that. And then one thing I wanted to mention that I didn't notice until the middle of the episode, but we might as well address it at the top. There were two very prominent people missing from the mm-hmm. Women Tell All. No Natasha and right. no Kelly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On one hand, I mean, this this happens pretty much every season. There's a few people that are like, you know, I'm just not doing it. Fuck it. Not coming on. But this is interesting because the Natasha thing, I haven't heard a lot of rumblings about that, but there are wild internet theories about Kelly not being there that I find hilarious because, you know, Agub's razor here dictates that she didn't really want to be on the show that badly. And she remarks several times on the show that she's a lawyer and a serious person and that this is ridiculous and she doesn't really want to do it, but here she is. Uh, however, the internet seems to think, based on the following evidence, that Kelly is the secret winner of The Bachelor next <gasps> week. Oh, okay. Here's Wait. what I heard. Wait, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we both oh. just said the same thing. <laughs> Okay, wait, before you get into that, I'm just going to say that I read a source that said they were both not invited to the women. Oh, that's That's what I read. 
That's what I read. Um, Because it was like, sometimes the women don't get invited. Their thought was there just wasn't enough time for Natasha. And she didn't really have any major drama. So it's just like there wasn't a point in inviting her. And that's just what it was for her. Mm -hmm. Um, They just didn't have time to air another thing. They have time to show the nobodies. But the rumor going around was that no one liked Kelly. And so they didn't invite her. But I want to hear what you... She's like the most likable, normal person. Well, so is Natasha. Like, they're both two really normal people on this show. So, like, it didn't shock me that they didn't... Like, if they didn't invite one, that they didn't invite the other or whatever. But I think Kelly's really likable. So that kind of smelled funny to me, but that's what Mm -hmm. I read on the internet online. Now I want to hear what you have to say about Kelly. Are you ready for some straight-up, like, Bachelor, like, InfoWars-level insanity conspiracy theory? Yes, we've already talked about selling our own supplements. You're right. We have. You're, yeah, you're on my so level. So let's just, let's just go, go for it. Okay. So we have two pieces of evidence here. One, Kelly was not on the women tell-all. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Why? Who could say? Evidence number two, there is only one contestant that was on this season of The Bachelor that every single member of Peter's family follows on social media and who is that you ask why Uh, it's kelly so why would you not bring her on the show and this is where it gets really weird because if people are like hmm maybe if i put these two things together that means he's the one that or she's the one that he freaks out about and actually picks in the end no 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 it's it's a little different than that um people believe that she is not on the show because Prior to the filming of this season of The Bachelor, Kelly and Peter actually had had met before at like a hotel lobby or a wedding or something. And so we knew that already. The theory is that they slept together and she is pregnant with his child. <gasps> oh my god. Which I don't know if the timeline really is okay for that like what it, what is she like six months pregnant then I, I don't i don't know she certainly did not seem to be six months pregnant but didn't who could she say? I, mean, I, I feel like she drank on the show but anyway uh huh. so that is the current theory which is absolute hokum malarkey well, but, bunk but it's still funny i like it but here's the thing okay Chris says it every time, but not to skip all the way to the end of this episode, but I'm going to do it because fuck it. There are no rules. We make up the rules. That's right. Um, But Chris Harrison did say you're like, nobody sees this coming. Nobody. No one has an idea. None of you. We've hit it from the, the, the spoilers. We've hit it from all of you. We are never successful at this. We fucking did it. This is the so one time ha- we did it. <laughs> yeah. Ha, ha. Um, you have no idea. You're never going to get. So like that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why. And that's why I'm still holding out some shred of hope for like producer love story to come in. Mm-hmm. So because- that's I mean, that's Vegas odds. What, what do we got for the long shots here? Oh my uh, God. We, I got think producer. Kelly pregnant is, is the longest shot. Okay. Kelly pregnant, now, maybe, longest shot. But Kelly choosing 
him choosing Kelly isn't as crazy. Um, yeah, but it's but it is kind of weird how early she left if he went and chose her. You sure, know exactly. Um, and he didn't seem that butthurt about letting her go either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I would say, oh, this is hard because I feel like the it just can't be it can't be Hannah or Madison. I don't think. I mean, the Hannah still that, seems like a viable option, but I don't know. But and the then, drama around it, like, I don't think that that was Hannah unless she gets really, because she seemed really upset. Well, we can talk about this now, actually. Um, let's talk about the rose ceremony really quick. Oh, yeah, because I forgot that we didn't do that. So when the when the women tell all started, I was just like, oh, yeah, they didn't do the rose part. <laughs> Yeah, Good. but they did. They do the rose ceremony, right? They talk about women tell all, and then they go to the rose ceremony, and they go back to women tell all. So, so we're going to do the same thing. So Madison shows up, um, late, classic, rude, uh, in a red dress, bold, mm-hmm. like a uh, rose for a virgin, um, and and Peter ends up choosing Hannah Ann. First, which I was like, who else is he going to put first? He's gonna yeah, duh. First. And then Madison. And so Dry Victoria is finally gone. Ding dong. The witch is dead. As predicted um, on Rose Plate Special. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank We're you. We're always right. Yeah. Not everything. <laughs> uh, except for that weird Netflix conspiracy, but that wasn't me. So we don't have to count that. Um, but so, yeah. So Victoria leaves and the way he like hugs Madison and stuff. Hannah starts crying because uh, what an awkward moment. Like, I think she felt the way that she should have felt like he's clearly putting a lot of effort into his relationship with Madison. And she does say in the preview for future episodes that she's like giving and giving and giving and is not getting what she needs back. Well, that's because um, Peter can't have normal relationships. He thinks everything no. has to be, oh, a struggle that I have to fight for love. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it's man. like Hannah's Hannah's giving you love, and all you have to do is like tell her she is pretty and nice and get write her notes on shitty legal pads, and she's like yours, man. So what are you doing? Yeah, easiest <laughs> slam like, dunk right there. She's super pretty. She seems like sweet. Uh, her reactions have sold me on her uh, as America's sweetheart, uh, who hates Madison. Uh, and she never lied about, you know, being a virgin or didn't lie. I guess lying by omission. She didn't omit it's the so- fact that she was a virgin for the entire yeah. duration of the season. Um, She's been like really straightforward and pretty vulnerable after she like did like not to use the buzzwords, but, you know, after she let her walls down, she she has been very open with him she's been very open on her journey (laughs) she just wants clarity now she wants clarity there we go Um, bachelor bingo thank you you're welcome if you're following along at home you're probably passed out because you took all the shots just then (laughs) um and oh there was something else i was gonna say about that shoot 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 i don't remember madison still Um, can't put on mascara why why is it is that a thing I, I don't I don't pay attention to makeup trends. That's I know that's shocking to both you and our listeners. Yes, what is what is with the, out of their chairs. 
the like the twenty seven layers of mascara is that a thing with the with the the clumpies and the sp- the spidery look? Um, I feel like spider eyes was like the thing for about five seconds every five years. Okay. Um, but if you're like so, a super conservative like Baptist yeah. bas- basketball player in Alabama, like maybe it's still cool there. I mean, look at the Duggars and the way they put on eyeliner, and that's all you need to know about how far away they are from trends. Okay. Okay. They just line their eyes like I don't know. I, like I was Brad I was Poole. talking to some people at work about this uh, about Madison specifically, and th- there's no consensus as to why she's doing that with her makeup. So I I don't know. No. Yeah. No. Um. I don't get it either. Far be it for me to judge. I'm a giant slob of a man, so you know. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so this is just all very awkward. Like Hannah knows she's like second Hannah Banana, and Madison is being given all the special treatment because of her standards. Yeah, and Peter's parents are already there. Wait, are they still in Australia? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's parents are already are still there are already there. So he's like, they're going to meet you and Madison, they're going to see you again. This is my way of saying, yes, you still have home field advantage. Uh, So good luck, Hannah. You're going to need it. Um, And uh, so anyway, that's about. Oh, and then. Yeah. So we're going to find out what happens on a two night live event because they like torturing us. Mm -hmm. Um. But so, like, let's get to the women tell all, because I feel like there was another point I was going to make with the rose ceremony, but I'm sure if it's important, it'll come back to me. Um, They said, like, 10 names I don't remember at all. It felt, like, worse than normal. I was like, they're like, so-and-so's here. And I'm like, who? What? And I was like, who is even wooing? (laughs) Like, you don't know her. They're like, woo! I'm like, we love her. She had three and a half minutes of screen time. Yeah, I'm like, she's a stranger to you. Um, I like, it didn't get recognizable until Alea. And then I was like, oh, I know all these people. Yeah, um, Queen. Yeah, Ale- Queen Alea, dude. Justice for um, Alea. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> we are we are backing all the wrong horses. Um, our, our starting topic, though, is is about Madison. And, um, and Lexi's like, um, she knew it was happening in the show, so I don't know what she was doing. And then Sydney's like, "Well, I'm from the South, and we set a certain standard, and so oh, I totally do? get it." Ugh, uh-huh. Whatever, Sydney. Okay, I really was like starting to like her, and then when she was like, "Lamp standard," so I was like, "No." <laughs> is, <laughs> is, you, Sydney, is Sydney the one who like self identifies as mysterious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she does. Um, yeah, and she and she was like, she was like, oh, Yara, good kisser. That's the one. Um, yeah. Anyway, so 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 first we get like uh, after they talk briefly about Madison, then they're like, let's do a montage about all of the rivalries. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. And then that's when I noticed. I was like, wait, Natasha and Kelly both didn't get invited, and they're so normal and likable. So what? So it gives, oh, because we've got to give all this attention first to Alea. And they're like, Alea, it's all a performance. And I, okay, I want to know what your favorite part of Alea's response was because I have a favorite part of her response. 
I the one thing that sticks out to me, and I, I didn't take notes during this, but there was one part where my my brain completely exploded. One of the women was just like, you know, it's it's not a game show. It's not a competition. It's we're trying to find love. Motherfucker, this is literally a competitive game show that you are yeah. on. What do you think that the, the prize happens to be love? But that's what the show is. It's a competition. The entire thing is a competition. I know. It's like it is a game show. And she's a beauty pageant girl. She knows how to play this game. Like, come on now. And But this was my favorite part. Is that people were like, uh, like it was all an act, and the only reason you came back was because you read Reddit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Alea just goes, "Listen, I'm this obnoxious in real life." <laughs> yeah, that was great. I I do remember that. Yeah, and the Reddit like, thing was just that was crazy too. Yeah, well, yeah, all these other girls like, yeah. As soon as I got kicked off the show, I immediately went home and I I put my fucking cell phone in my magic bullet blender, and I didn't go on the internet. Yeah, what are you talking like, about? I was like, everyone would do that. Everyone. Like, I feel like Alea was so unfairly treated the whole season. Like, mm-hmm. I bet she's going to go on Paradise and everybody's going to love her. Like, she's going to be like a Michelle Money. She's going to be like a Crystal <laughs> where you put her on Paradise and then everyone's like, oh my God, I was, I was so wrong about her and I love her. And Nick Vile is somehow appealing now. Like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, you know, sure, like, why not? Sure. Like I, I, I want that for Alea cause she deserves it. Mm-hmm. All right. She has three jobs. She's three jobs. All right. Let's give a girl a break. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, I will always remember Sydney's. Do you like work? Do you like even work? <laughs> uh, I have three jobs. <laughs> uh, late stage capitalism. Um, so, okay. So then Savannah chimes in uh, because there's like all of that, um, that controversy between Alea and Nurse Victoria. And Savannah's like, oh, you're going to remember who I am. I'm going to say something. And she's like, Nurse Victoria is the fakest one in the house. And then everybody just pounces on her. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, you're fake as shit. And she's like, um, I'm weird. And they're like, no, you're fake. And I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I think she's got uh, issues, it's deep-seated issues. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if she was fake. I think, I think maybe she was just awkward on camera. I don't. I didn't really read fake from her, but boy, it's just like as soon as one person just like hones in on on someone, it's just like it. You know oh, what I mean? It's, it's, it's chumming like the water for the sharks. Feeding, yeah, feeding time. It's just whew, game over. So, so she was she was also um, thrown in for the slaughter, and then they all just started yelling, and I don't know what happened. And uh, Chris Harrison turns off all their microphones. Yeah. Well, he looked and like he was about to have a, a brain aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. He's like, um, so anyway, we'll be right back. This is my life and I hate it. Bye. Um, and so when we get back, uh, guess what, guys? We're not done. We're going to talk about Champagne Gate again. Love it. And Love it. Uh, yep. And Kelsey. Okay. So Kelsey is like trying so hard. To get everyone on her side. 
And it, I don't know how it worked, but it did. Like, I don't have anything against Kelsey. I just don't think she's like the best thing to ever happen to the show. Yeah, I, I and, think and, I think the reason people were on her side is because the applause sign turned on in the in front of the studio yeah. audience. Seriously, I was like, really? Like, like she's your favorite out of all my favorites aren't even on the stage. So you guys all suck. Like, you know, and she's just like, listen, you know, yeah, I overreacted. But like, whatever. It's me. I'm just being Kelsey. And everyone's like, woo. And I'm like, okay, Uh, sure. Um, And then. And then they then they start going in on Tammy. And this is where we start talking about the whole, well, Tammy said that she was an alcoholic and a pill popper and all this stuff. And Tammy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I repeated it, which sometimes gets you off the hook on reality TV. Not always. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. Uh, she's like, listen, I didn't say it, but I repeated it. Yeah. And also, I, also I never called it. her a pill head and an alcoholic. I said she had a chronic drinking problem and was a pill popper. Like, yeah. What? I said she had alcoholic tendencies. <laughs> she was acting like an alcoholic. That's uh, all. Listen, I don't, I didn't see what was happening on the show. I don't know everything that Kelsey got into. I don't feel like Tammy. I feel like Tammy just got in over her head and she fucked oh, yeah. up. And then and she then doubled she down. Just, yeah. She's just trying to dig out because she's really stubborn. And I get that because I'm like that. I'm like, no, I'm right. And then it's like, oh, now you look like an asshole. So why'd you do that? Why'd you yeah. just, you could have just, you could have, uh, it's too late now. Tammy um, is, uh, she's basically Adam Sandler and uncut gems. Like she just keeps making bad bets to cover other bad bets. And it's, it's just a downward spiral. With no final big score, like in Ocean. There, there, there's no, there's no, this is how I win moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that other movie with Ryan Reynolds, like Mississippi Slim or whatever? That was a good one. Anyway, I haven't watched Uncut Gems yet, so I was just trying to think of something else. Um, it was something like that. Anyway, it was like a movie about gambling, like riverboat gambling. Anyway. Ooh. Uh, it's a really good movie. Uh, wait, maybe I should Google it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Does Ryan Reynolds have a, like a big Southern mustache? Mississippi Grind. That's what it was. Oh, Mississippi, Mississippi Grind. Grind. Okay. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, it's all about. Oh man, that was such a good movie. It got ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's from twenty fifteen. I watched it through the Milwaukee Film like membership. Anyway, everyone, go watch Mississippi Grind if you want to see uh, a movie about gambling where the stakes are high, but it's not. As high as Uncut Gems. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They should print that on the back of the Blu-ray release. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm coming from the future to give you a review of a past movie. Um, uh, which was actually... Okay, wait. I need to make another quick departure. This was so strange. Okay. So recently, uh, my boyfriend and I watched the movie Rhinestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a Dolly Parton movie uh, starring Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Uh, where Dolly Parton turns Sylvester Stallone into a country star. Oh, that's and hard to believe, but sure. It's bad. It's as bad as you think it is. Um, but the music is great because Dolly Parton wrote it all and it's really great music. But the movie does, sucks. Does Sly Stallone sing? Um, 
I'm a rhinestone cowboy. You could call it singing, but that would be generous, right? But there's so there's a guy in the movie um, who was also in, like it was. I think he's the guy who played her dad. He was in the movie The Straight Story, uh, oh, okay. which is which is an amazing movie. Yeah, about best movie this, about a dude on a riding lawnmower ever. Dude, yeah, right, and like an alcoholic traveling states or whatever i don't remember if he was an alcoholic someone told me that i was like i don't i haven't watched it since i was a kid but anyway shout out david um, lynch but it was super weird because the straight story happened like 15 years after rhinestone mm-hmm. but they had it on the back of the dvd so i was like this guy of the straight story i was like uh what and i was like and then i got all confused in time i was like wasn't that like 1999 i'm really i don't and then I had to like do a bunch of Googling to like have my life make sense again. It was like the Mandela effect, you know, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Anyway, uh, that's just what that reminded me of. Okay. So, but the point of the Kelsey stuff is this was, so Kelsey really figured out how to capitalize on her moments and just didn't give a shit about how Tammy felt. And she's like, you are making people with diseases feel bad. So yeah. how dare you make people with diseases feel bad? And I was like, I get that. But I also, like, look at the rest of TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at the rest of the trash that's on TV. I, t- Tammy is not going to be the person who's going to make somebody who's struggling with addiction go, oh, my God, I am garbage. Like, <laughs> like they're... <laughs> You know I, don't, I, mean? I don't know. Like, I was I was radicalized by Tammy um, mocking people with diseases. That's... <laughs> I was just like, I don't like. And like, it's like you called Tammy, a, not her, but Sydney or whatever. Like a few people were like, Tammy's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying that it's o- it's not OK to say that someone has alcoholic tendencies, but it's OK to call someone a psychopath. Mm-hmm. When mental illnesses have like just as much, and I and I'm totally guilty of like I'll say crazy or nuts, and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't say that. I gotta kick that out of my language, but it's like hard to kick. It's hard to quit them, but like I know that that's not the best choice of words to mm-hmm. say. But you cannot say like, oh, well, she's saying this, but it's okay if we call her a psychopath when people like really struggle with not going to a doctor when they have like bipolar you know what i mean like oh yeah sure what the fuck is wrong (laughs) like that you're like but what we said was okay we can call tammy a psychopath also in the bachelor universe we have luke p an actual psychopath who probably like has women chained in his basement and would go like full joker mode on someone in a heartbeat so uh allegedly 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 Um, Please don't sue us. Don't sue us. Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I, yeah, it's like there are people with real problems on the show. Tammy just doesn't know when to shut up. There's like a big mm-hmm. difference. And the fact that they're all just like piling on her, I'm just like, this is unnecessary. Like, stop. Um, and then McKenna starts going into her motivational speech again. Oh, with, my angel, with, my little Instagram angel. She only speaks <sighs> in uh, inspirational like Instagram memes that like some person that you went to high school with who's doing like MLM shit on the side, like posts 10 times a day. 
She is like, you are not going to bring me down. Not today and not ever and never ever are you ever going to bring me down because I'm my own damn woman and I found my own damn voice. Damn it. Uh, okay. And then, and then, sorry. And then Tammy just goes, how long did it take for you to rehearse that? Which was what was in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's just like, oh, forget this, you know. Um, People do not understand my beautiful Kenna. Um, she is, you know, she <laughs> she, she posts her. her fitness updates probably like five times a week. Uh, she's got cool like uh, Instagram memes that say like you are the most beautiful sunflower in the garden and shine forth for all to see. And then it's the quotes like attributed to Dr. Chungus, who's supposed to be someone that we respect because they're a doctor. And yeah, that's my Kenna is perfect. And she is the human embodiment of Instagram. So back off. Okay. Uh, still no. Oh, that's what I was <laughs> uh, my Kenna Dorn. She goes, this is her, this is her bio. Okay. This is her bio on Instagram. CEO of cringy wine dancing. Oh yeah. Proud Canadian bachelor 24. oh good lord um and oh yeah apparently she is uh big into sticking her tongue out and she makes fun of herself for that so good for you my kenna yeah your your kenna um how much sponsored content does she do uh i'm looking (laughs) i don't think a lot yet um oh jk maybe this one little words project that looks spot like spawn con to me What's her what's her uh astrology sign and how many times a day does she tell people what it is? Uh honestly, you know what's funny is I don't even see it on here in like right away, which oh, my, is my girl's uh, got big Virgo energy. That's gotta be it. Dude, she's probably she's probably a Virgo. Wait, what's your sign? <laughs> what's your sign? What's your sign, Steve? What's mine? Uh yes. I'm a I'm a Sagittarius. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. <laughs> people always say that i go yeah i know right but i actually don't know what any of that means <laughs> it does make sense although um, one time in college i had a professor and on the first day of class she asked everybody to go around and this is a spanish class and we had to like introduce ourselves in spanish and then say what our astrological sign was and when i said i was a sagittarius she's just like mm, no 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 and she just hated me for the rest of the semester <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so she's got Sagittarius beef. That's what I do to Scorpios, but not to not to Sagittarii. Well, thank you. Thank Um, you. I think her birthday's February 2nd, actually. So does that make her a Pisces or an Aquarius? Uh let's find out. Uh February 2nd. Aquarius. Uh Aquarius. It's the dawning of the age of McKenna. That's kind of like a Virgo, to be honest. Um, I'm a Taurus and no one's surprised. Uh, just big Taurus energy. Uh, <laughs> very stubborn, like Tammy. She's probably a Taurus. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if Tammy. Oh God! Now I gotta look it up. Okay, this is the last yeah. thing I'm gonna look up. Next season, oh. we're gonna look up everybody's sign, and, and we're gonna astrologically predict the winner based on that. Oh, Peter's girls on their zodiac signs. Someone did it for me. Amazing. Um, Tammy is a Gemini. Oh my God. 
And her birthday is two days before my boyfriend. So that makes that actually does make a lot of sense that I love her so much because yeah, she's a that, Gemini. That makes sense. I, I love Gemini's. They're nuts. Um, okay, great. I mean, they're unpredictable. That's true. Um, anyway, so McKenna's wearing the same type of dress too. Um, but okay, let's get to Kelsey because she is high on her own farts and I'm done oh, yeah. with it. But, we love it. Um, okay, here's another thing. <sighs> I don't like body snarking. This is more of just an observation or a question. It appears to me like Kelsey got lip fillers between the show and now. Do you think so? I don't know. Maybe she did that. Like, what is it? The Kendall Jenner stuff where you just like put it on your lips and it puffs them up. Okay. First of all, Kylie Jenner had injections and implants and lied about them for a long time. Oh, what's what you could buy that stuff though. You just, you like put it on your lips and then it just like puffs them up. And I, and I know because, uh, one time uh, several years ago, I thought I was using my, my girlfriend at the time. I thought I was using her chapstick when in fact it was lip puffer and that was not a fun experience for me. So there is that stuff. There's like, there's like, it's like lip venom was what I used back in the day. And then I realized, wait, my lips are plenty big. Why am I doing this? Because marketing told me to, I don't need it. But that's my point. Like Kelsey's lips are just fine. However they are. So, but I just worry because it's like you start to, there's this weird thing that happens, especially on Instagram, especially with reality stars where their features just start to get bigger and more distorted and they face tune the shit out of themselves and they blow up their lips and then they all just look like Bratz dolls. And I just, I'm like, hell yeah. I know everybody, I know everybody complains about it, but I'm just like, like, why are you doing it? Like what? Just be normal. You're cool. You look no. fine. No, you know, what's cool. Bratz dolls. They're Barbies for <laughs> cool people. Well, I never had brass dolls because I was a square, so I had straight up Barbies. Uh, you had American Girl dolls, probably. <laughs> I did, and guess what? One oh, I had. Oh, it's a doll that comes with a book. <laughs> <laughs> but they cost eighty dollars. Okay, so you got to be rich to have one of those. So yeah, dolls. Yeah, bitch. And I had I had a bed for mine and like a chest for her clothes that got hung up. Okay, that shit was expensive, and I had Samantha, which I didn't want. I wanted Molly, for the record, because Molly had glasses, but my mom gave me Samantha because it was the same name, I but she's that... like the turn-of-the-century doll. Ugh, I don't like know anything about American Girl dolls, but I assume that they're just like, they're just Cabbage Patch dolls for like Republican senators' daughters. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, no, they're like so much better, because the books are good. <laughs> The books are actually good. Um, I was just like a real fan of Molly because she was like the World War II doll. And I was like, that's so much more interesting. Because <laughs> like she was like planting victory gardens and yeah, shit. Yeah, you're like, you oh, know? fuck. I wish did, I could like, buy war bonds right now. <laughs> yeah. And she was like really into hula hooping. And like, I was like, fuck yeah, Molly's cool. And she's got glasses and pigtails. But then my mom's like, you get Samantha. And she has like this dowdy outfit. She's turn of the century. She's rich as fuck. And so all of her accessories cost more. <laughs> and they had the, one of the first cars in the neighborhood. Whoa. Big deal. That's um, bougie. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Sorry, everyone who doesn't like American Girl dolls and is still listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, um, if you're an aspiring okay. socialist, good praxis is to find a child with an American doll, an American Girl doll, and smash the doll. 
<laughs> is there mm, I'm trying to think if there's like one that would be good there wasn't like a Cold War American Girl doll. <laughs> Cold War <laughs> I just try to think of something like you know vaguely communist she um, comes she comes with a school desk and every like twice a week they have to run a drill where you have to put her under the desk there was a there was an American Girl doll that got blacklisted and her movies couldn't play anymore no I'm just kidding that didn't happen uh Wouldn't that be interesting, though? Uh, Okay, so uh, Kelsey, I didn't write down a lot for her, but I'm I'm just like then Ashley I comes out, (sighs) um, (laughs) and she's like, I get you, you're my girl, cause you cry and I cry, and then they're like, here, have the world's largest bottle of champagne, and she immediately starts shaking it up, and Chris Harrison's like, no, what are you doing? To actually hurt someone, please do not do that. Yeah, like he's like, we do not have insurance for everyone in this building, so please do not. Um. So anyway, so okay, let's let's move on to Victoria. I got really excited when they went to talk to Victoria, and I thought it was going to be juicy and good, and then it ended up being lame, and I'm disappointed. Um, they were like super nice to her. They weren't even like, "Hey, you're racist." <laughs> so what the hell? What the hell was up with that? They're just like, they're just like, so what's up with you being a homewrecker? And she's like, I don't know, like somebody didn't like me, and like maybe they just wanted to go on the show. Yeah, so. that's it. Everyone who doesn't like you wants to be on The Bachelor. That's that's yeah. what I keep telling myself. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and they're like, oh well. So did you do it? And she was like, absolutely not. Even though there were like a bunch of previews where it was like silence, and everyone was like, because oh, producers are dumb. Um, <laughs> so and then then I find an article from Cosmo because they have been really bringing it with the investigative journalism on The Bachelor. I, I will tell you that much. Um, But they were saying that Peter said, oh, I hung out with Marissa like four times in one month. And Marissa's like, we dated for six months. So I'm going to I'm going to believe Marissa and Peter sucks anyway. um, (laughs) So then, yeah, they didn't ask her about any of the racist shit. And then they were just like being nice to her the whole time. Yeah, that was weird. Just nothing but softballs. They basically tried to rehabilitate her despite her best efforts. Yeah, she got off so easy, but I still, yeah. And she's just like, I don't know. It's just like people don't like me, I guess. It's like, yeah, you're right. No one likes you. Um, Nobody likes you. And then and then they're like, okay, we're going to do bloopers. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> and then they're like, and now we're going to transition from bloopers to talking about racism. This is weird. And I was, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, so this is the thing that's so weird to me. So like, I really like Rachel. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Um, I like that she's using her platform to talk about something that it's um, that's important. But the weird thing is, why would you do this? I mean, I know why they did it because they wanted them to fight, and then they wanted them to be nice. Because if you did it the other way around, there wouldn't be an episode. Like I understand that from a sure. logical standpoint, from like a production standpoint. But I'm like, you just had these women go at each other's throats, call each other psychopaths, and now you're like, hey, uh. People are getting death threats, especially if they're black. So uh, we're going to talk about it right now, and we're gonna we're gonna zoom in on every black person in the audience, and we're gonna, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, okay. Um, it was. I mean, the weird thing is, it's like it's a really important conversation to have. It is really important. Like, it is super weird. Like, okay, we're joking around. We don't want anybody to kill themselves. We don't like. 
there are some people who do questionable things most of the time, even if we're like, they're trash. It's like, we don't really mean they're trash. Like, I'm sure they're lovely people off a TV show. I'm sure they're perfectly fine. I'm sure if we got to know them, they would be more complete human beings. Yes, because it's TV and you can only show so many sides of someone and we can only comment on what we see because that's what we're presented with or whatever else we find via articles. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're being like judgmental and bitchy, but it's like pretty much mostly a joke. You know, um, we would never go to Instagram and be like, go kill yourself. Like what? Like (laughs) there's just like, there's like so many steps in between that or like, or like call someone ugly or like, cause I always feel, I always feel awkward. Even when I'm like, this person looks older than I thought they were. And then I'm like tap dancing around it. Like, I don't mean a lot by it, but I'm just saying something I noticed anyway. You know, like I just like, I'm uncomfortable. And, um, I just, it's like, you know what's going on and it's an important thing to talk about, but it was just like a weird time to talk about it. And yeah. and it also I comes just, off yeah. as sort of insincere too, right? Like, I, I don't know. There's the show itself, the way that it's structured and its entire existence over the last 20 years or whatever, it perpetuates sexism and racism and especially slut shaming like here we are and this and this woman is on here going like people send me death threats and we should be nicer to each other okay well why didn't we address this like five years ago when caitlin bristow was just slut shamed into oblivion seriously (laughs) yeah oh that wasn't a big deal but now i guess we're gonna talk about it even though our our ridiculous puritanical show perpetuates sexism and terrible stereotypes and slut shaming and all this weird shit, which also, and this, this kind of ties into all this stuff and, and also the, the Madison thing. I was talking to somebody else at work and she told me, you know, you can't have your cell phone or anything and they don't let you have books either, but you are allowed to have the Bible with you if you choose what to. What the fuck for real? For real. That what is about, a, like, according have- to my very reliable source, the internet work. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said that that's the only book they're allowed to have. Uh, so, so wait, wait. So the Bible but not like the Quran or I mean, any like any other religious text or is it just Sammy, the Bible? This is this is going to shock you. I don't think we've had a, a Muslim contestant on the uh on the bachelor yet. Well, maybe they <laughs> just haven't made it long enough to get their own drawer. That's but true. That's true. I'm just saying. But... I mean, I guess you could probably bring the Torah, I would imagine, or the Quran. You bring... I I'm sure I it's just know. like a vague religious text, but Like can could I bring yeah, could I bring like the Necronomicon with me or like what? Like I, I don't I don't know if, if if many of the women on the Bachelor or any of the men on the Bachelorette have really tested this limit in any meaningful I way. I want to test it. Can I go on and test it? I would like to, please. Um so anyway, okay. Well for fuck's sake. Um so um yeah. It, here's the other thing that I'm going to say about this. Like, I, I'm not, I'm trying not to downplay the actual importance of what it is they're talking about because it is important, but I do think it's weird timing and, and all that. But um, if you wanted to send a message to your viewers that this shit isn't okay, um, make Mike the Bachelor 
Make Mike the Bachelor. Yeah. Okay. Do just it. Make him the Bachelor. Uh, I. You just brought back Claire. Why? Claire is our new Bachelorette. I I don't understand that at all. For no, we could have had Tasha, who's great, who's one of my favorite contestants ever. You could have had Tasha, okay? But instead, you're like, we're gonna go with Claire. I have a theory with Claire. Um, I don't think many people particularly like her, but also there's not a strong negative reaction to her. But she is 38 years old. And in addition to the upcoming Claire season, we have the, that <laughs> weird spinoff, like, you know, Golden Girls Bachelor or whatever the hell's happening. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if they're testing the waters for different age demographics or yeah. if they're, they've noticed that the Bachelor audience in general is getting older. And so they're trying to appeal to that crowd more. And so it just it, it honestly feels like live focus testing to me i agree i that was my thought too i was like she's 38 which is like definitely one of the older ages for like a bachelor or bachelorette we've she had. has to be the oldest right i don't she think there's ever been an older bachelorette th- yeah she's probably the oldest she's yeah i can't think of anyone who's older off the top of my head so she's probably the oldest um yeah, so I totally agree with you on that. But I also am like, but we could have had Tasha, <laughs> And apparently yeah. she was really close. That's what it's. That's what I've heard, is that like it was a real close call and they picked wrong. Uh, so make Mike the Bachelor. And um, like if you, you know, representation matters, right? If you normalize, if you normalize this shit and you make the Bachelor and Bachelorette look like a cross section of our country, as much as you can, and you make it more diverse intentionally, um, like that's good for everybody. Like it just, it's, you know, it's not like it's going to change overnight, but it sends a message that, that this shit's normal and we're endorsing it. And what the hell is wrong with you for thinking that it's not, to be done you know like the fact that we've still only had like one black bachelorette no black bachelors and like really not a lot of people of color in general who make it very far on the show at all um and we're 20 years into the show yeah it's it's, you know it's it's like oh we wonder why (laughs) our contestants who are not white get more death threats it's weird yeah imagine that Um, like the people who are used to seeing a, a 25 year old blonde woman they get mad at the people who aren't. Right, exactly. It's like not shocking. So the thing that bothered me is like they didn't take any responsibility at all for being a show where this is happening. Yep. Um, and I feel like they took more responsibility for um, the whole uh, Corinne and Demario thing than they took for this. So I'm just like, well, what's going on? You know, like... You had, like, that was also kind of a weird conversation, but I think they did a better job. Um, It's like, you could have had that conversation. You could have said, like, that would have been, can you imagine what that would do for the show? I think they would actually do a lot of good for the show. Mm -hmm. If they were like, we have recognized that a lot of this stuff is problematic and we're going to work on changing the way our show is structured so that, so that we're more accepting, so that we show that we're accepting of differences 
to model that behavior for our viewers. No, we gotta gotta Just continue to feed the machine. That's all they could do. Yeah, more blonde chicks. Okay, we great. love them. Uh, Everyone should be Maketa. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay, uh, we already talked about our theories. Anything else you want to talk about going into the next week's big two night live finale? No, I'm I'm excited, and I hope it's the weird pregnancy pregnancy spin because that's like the most ridiculous bachelor theory I have ever heard in my entire life. So. All right, let's let's go with that. It's going to be the weird pregnancy. I'm going to vote producer because I just want to be contrarian. So I'm going to say the producer swoops in out of nowhere at the storyline. It's like, um, sorry, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched The Office yet. Um, it's going to be like that producer who like falls in love with Pam. You know, it's going to be like that shit. I, I think I think she's going to have twin boys and she's going to name them Nick and Ari. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, bye. Bye. babies out on TV.